Hey guys, welcome to Into the Fatherverse, episode four. We're recording on February 21st. I'm your host, Trey Stevens, joined by Clay Vendas and Fred Metcalf. Tim Rose uh, is taking a sabbatical. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, we we don't know. He'll be here hopefully next week. So if this goes up in audio form only, it's because... Uh, we had technical none of us, difficulties. None of us know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, hey, it happens, man. Uh, so we'll get into it. Um, first off, we're going to start off with uh, our subscriptions, followers, whatever you want to call it, social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at, at Fatherverse. We're on Facebook at Into the Fatherverse. We're on YouTube at Into the Fatherverse. And our email is into the fatherverse gmail.com. And our only fans into the far. Oh, oh no! I <laughs> yeah. uh, was not, not, not public yet. No, no, we're still working on content for that. <laughs> There's only you- one person in this group that people would pay for that, and it's not me or Trey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's not here today. <laughs> uh, if you could give us a like, subscribe on that. If you have any questions or you know, talking points, send them into the email and the podcast is always up on Spotify, Apple podcasts and Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher. What is Stitcher? Mm, you know, good question. I've never used it. Neither have I. I've never heard of it until Tim was like, Oh, we're on Stitcher. And it's like, cool. Uh, what is it? Uh, every time I'm, I'm listening to a podcast, they always say they're on Stitcher. I don't know who uses it. I never use it. Yeah, I haven't either. I assume it's another podcast thing, but Imagine listening to this on the Stitcher and all this conversation about it. <laughs> These dudes don't even know what they're on. Uh, so let's get into it. Clay, you've been doing or playing anything different? There it is. That's a loud cow. <laughs> it is. I told you. I told you. I have to mute myself because it's so loud. I love it. Oh. I love it. Leave it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the podcast cow. Uh, no one listens to these that anyway, but that, us. That's the fifth host. <laughs> the secret host nobody knew about. Yeah, it. so I actually didn't have much time this week. I, I Here on my notes, I have Ghost of... <laughs> I have Ghost of Tsushima on my notes. <laughs> but I didn't even get to play it. Like, I, I, I was planning to, to pick it back up because I've been playing it since it came out on and off. haven't yeah. had the chance to, to actually uh, finish it but didn't get time to play this week. What I did uh, was... <laughs> what I did was uh, I started reading some comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I downloaded Comixology. I- I've tried twice before to-, to actually read something on there, but always failed to find the, the way to actually buy the comics. Turns out... Um, iOS doesn't let you to buy them on the on the app, you know, to avoid paying Apple. Uh, so you have to buy them separately on the website. So I did. I got the the unlimited uh, subscription thing they have, and with that, I've been I've been reading Die, and I've been reading Something's Killing the Children, which you recommended to me. Yeah, and mm. that's that's pretty good. So how far into something is killing the children are you? 
I think I'm on issue eight. Uh, I'm just at the part where where the the without getting too much into spoilers, where the babies are are full grown. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. On that that cliffhanger, that's that's where where I'm at. Because uh, the other ones are not part of the unlimited thing, so I'm gonna have to buy them. And, yeah. and to be honest, I, I plan on buying them. I just haven't had the time to actually get on the them website on the, on a computer and get them. So that's that's where I'm at, where I'm at on it, and I'm really liking it. It feels like like Stranger Things, but for for adults because it's very yeah it's very very gory. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's a it's a really good comic actually. I need to go pick up the newest issue. My comic guy, one of the comic guys I go to, says that he has it, but uh, it's really cool. I don't know if you know anything about the writer James Tinian. He actually just blew got extremely popular late last year um because the dc hired him to start writing um batman so he started uh halfway through the batman rebirth run and he got extremely popular when he created a new character uh punchline is her name i don't know if you know anything about her basically he created joker's sidekick so he exploded and then decided to write this comic so this comic is just going up in price astronomically because one it's really good and two he's an extremely popular writer right now and you just sold the first issue right i did i just sold uh one and then 10 through 12 or something like that uh to point out i think you're the only person i've ever met that has a comic book guy mm, yeah i've got (laughs) i've got two yeah like you're the only person that refers to their uh comic book distributor as a comic book guy well you know when he texts you every month when your stuff comes in <laughs> it sounds like a drug deal now but <laughs> he's like, you, hey, might, you might have a problem i got your new shit. or stuff whoops sorry tim <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even bother editing them yeah, he anymore. doesn't he doesn't even care yeah you blame him oh. uh yeah no it's a really oh. good book and uh like i told you yesterday comiXology has some really good sales tell I don't. I think it, it, five days or something. It's funny because uh, I've never heard of this of this comic, and I was reading the first issue, and as soon as I stopped, like as I finished the first issue, I um, went to walk out, walk out the dogs, and I'm, I li- I usually listen to a comic book movie podcast, mm. so um, I went out and played the podcast, and they immediately start started talking about <laughs> that exact comic. I uh, were recommending it, and and, so, and it, it's like three years old or two years old, I think. So it's 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 you're right. It's just getting uh, popular. Yeah, I think it's a little over a year old. I actually stumbled upon it. I used to. I don't know if you know what they are. The previews. It's a big, basically order book. Um, you flip through it. You know, you tell your local comic book store, whoever you get it from what you want out of it and i happened to see it and i was like well that name's really weird but i'll give it a shot so i actually picked up issue one when it first came out just to try it and just fell in love with it and now he's man he's i think he might still be writing batman he's writing that for boom and now he's also writing another comic called uh, the department of truth for image so i mean if you're if you like his writing he's got plenty of stuff out there to read yeah, and that other comic I'm reading, Die. It's 
It's by Karen Gilling, something like that. I know he's pretty famous. He's been reading uh, superhero comics and stuff like that. That one is about, it's basically like Dark Jumanji. That's why people, what people call it, but uh, it doesn't really feel like it. But I would say more Stranger Things, honestly. Yeah, but at some point, like it's about this because at first it's about these teenagers that get sucked. I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's about these teenagers that get sucked into a role-playing game and uh, they disappear for two years. And when they are back, one one of them is missing. Uh, one of them is missing an arm, and mm-hmm. all of them are traumatized. And like uh, up up till that point, it it's a lot like Stranger Things, but what they do is after the first issue, uh, they uh, there's a time skip, and they are all 40 now, and they are they're still dealing with all the trauma and stuff like that. And would you know it, they get sucked into the game again, and and so it's it it turns at that point and it becomes uh, a fantasy a fantasy comic because they are on this other world with magic and stuff like that and they have to deal with with uh, stuff they did because like the world keep kept going without them so it's it's very entertaining and it's uh it has very adult moments as well so yeah i recommend that i really like it yeah, I read all of ish or uh, volume one. I did pick up volume two. I haven't read it yet, but uh, it started off a bit rough. I thought I was uh, gonna hate it, but honestly, by the end of volume one, I was really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I already read volume two. I'm planning on getting volume three soon, and it gets it. I think it changes a lot. Like it gets very into the politics, like uh, Game of Thrones style politics. Oh, okay. Stuff like that because they go to to major city, and yeah, I've been enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Fred, have you been playing or doing anything? Yeah, so I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack from you guys, but I've been playing RuneScape a lot this week. Oh man, got they've got a <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? They've got a uh, um times two experience event going on because they're releasing uh, new content next week so I've been playing that and then smite and then that's about it very exciting oh mm-hmm. and then you know phoenix rising my my go-to I'm about to beat it oh are you yeah I've hit the point in that game where I've done all the side quests so now the actual boss fights are stupid easy like I went to a boss fight last night and like two shot the uh, the boss and it was just like hmm I think I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> hmm. This is uh yeah. Cuz um, like I I don't know if it's done deliberately or if it was a glitch. <clears throat> the game like the uh the combat scales so like the stronger you are the stronger the um creatures and monsters you face. But that scaling apparently doesn't apply to bosses. I guess I, I don't know if it was an oversight or if it was deliberate or or what, but yeah like you know, you'll the, the the creatures that you fight throughout the game, they have you know they change color. So like first they start normal color, then they turn like blue and purple and gold and onward. It's so like now, you know, a bear, a wild bear, does more damage and is harder to kill than like the boss I just fought. So 
I don't know if that's yeah. I think it's. I don't think they put the scaling in for the bosses just because they're already pretty hard. But I don't know. That's exactly what I've been doing. Not a whole lot. Freezing. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a um, staple on RPG and games like that. Like you, you are supposed to be able to actually get higher level and just one shot the bosses. So maybe I mean, basically. Like I, I, I realized. Because I've gotten to the point where I've got all my uh, armor and weapons upgraded all the way. Potions and skills are almost up all the way. And I was only halfway through the game. So I started actually playing the uh, the campaign last night. How is uh, RuneScape? I've never... I want to make fun of you, but I've never actually played it, so... I mean, the game's been around for 20 years now. Yeah. It, it's... I mean, it's RuneScape. I'm not going to go off on a tangent with this because if anyone listens to this, they've probably played it or they never will. But it's, um, you know, it's like the oldest MMORPG that's still around. Um, you literally can do anything in the game you want. So if you're about lore and quests, it's got hundreds of quests you can do. If you're one of those people that just wants to go gathering and building stuff, it's got, you know, that for you. I don't know. I, I've I've played it for a while because it's <clears throat> mind-numbingly easy and it's potato graphics, so you can play it on any computer. Um, they've got the Android app. I don't know if it's on iOS yet. Probably not because it's Apple. It is. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, it is cool. Yeah, I yeah. I downloaded it and never used it, so I deleted it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, like you can play it on your phone. So like for me, it's just one of those if I'm in a waiting lobby or if I'm, you know, just I need something to kill time, you know, I could go play Candy Crush or I can bust out RuneScape. And yeah, that's what I've been doing. I like it. It's fun. It's not like World of Warcraft where you're going to sit there and go raiding or anything, though it does have that kind of content. It's just I use it to, to kill time and it's nice. It's been around for 20 years. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. No. I've, last time I saw it, it was... Uh, maybe it still is, but it was a browser game and graphics were awful. Why? I mean, like, it's... So it's not a browser game anymore. They finally set up a client for it. And <clears throat> they've upgraded the graphics significantly from what it used to be. But that's the whole purpose of RuneScape is that, you know, it's a, it's a potato graphic video game so anyone can play it it doesn't matter if you're running an old mac or you know an i5 or crap it could probably run on like a pentium 4 processor you don't need you don't need the you know rtx 3080 to to run it it's just it is what it is and i think that's why it's still around and so popular this this far into it yeah i played i played a, a bit a bit of it like I don't know, 10 years ago or something like that. Maybe, I think more older than that. And uh, I actually played like, I don't know, five to 10 hours of it. I had no idea what I was doing. I did, uh, at the time, I didn't even know uh, English very well. So I had no idea. I didn't read the quests because I couldn't understand them. I remember uh, sneaking into a place to get the those rainbow boats, uh, those rainbow boots everyone had. And that's all I remembered about it. Had no idea what I was doing, and so I, yeah. I, I'm I'm thinking of trying it again just to know what was going on. 
Yeah, so uh, a friend of mine that I played with way back in the day, and I started this game back when I was in middle school, you know, super young. I didn't know anything. And we started playing it together again a couple months ago, just because why not, you know, nostalgia's sake. And as we were going through the game, we were just like, hmm, this is a lot easier than I remember it being. When did they add this feature? Oh, cool. When did they add this? And then we looked and I was like, oh, they added this to the game back in 2002 when it launched. So when we played it back in like 2004, 5, and 6, we were just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were making it so much harder for ourselves than it actually was because it's it's not complicated at all. I don't, I don't As a little kid, I thought it was the hardest game ever, but now that I'm playing it now, I'm just like, oh, this is really easy. Why was I so dumb back then? <laughs> hey, it happens, man. I don't know. I wouldn't mind giving it a shot. Uh, as you guys know, I've been a little out of WoW, kind of. Eh. I mean, I, I say go for it. It's just, it's it's not a World of Warcraft. It's not a, you know, you're not going to hop on. I mean, you might hop on and play for hours and hours and hours. But for me, it's not that kind of game. For me, it's, you know, hop on, do a little work and a skill because I'm, you know, stuck in traffic. I'm kidding. I don't actually play it in traffic <laughs> or like, you know, like stuck in the waiting room or I'm just sitting around the house waiting on, you know, dinner to finish cooking <clears throat> and play it on my phone. And, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, you can get a little bit of progress made, but, you know, it's not like World of Warcraft where you have daily quests that you need to do. Oh, you thank have all God. These, it, it's not that. It's just, you know, it's all skill based and there's, you know, like 30 different skills in it. So, you know, you hop on and it's like, all right, it's double experience for wood crafting today. So I guess I'll go chop down a whole bunch of trees and craft some like bows and maybe I'll work on building my house or something. It's just that actually sounds really nice. It's just it's very mind numbing. It's like, you know, Minecraft but you know, MMORPG. Mhm. Mm and you know, it's it's potato graphics, so keep that in mind. I don't want anyone listening to this and be like, oh, this sounds like an awesome game, and they go look at it and like, wow, this is from like the 80s, because yes, it is. <laughs> well, it's free to play as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's free to play. There yeah. is, you know, I, if you're actually going to devote any length of time to it, I do recommend to getting the membership, just because there's so much content on the members' side of the, uh, the fence. But they don't charge an arm and a leg. It's crazy cheap, actually. While we're talking, I'm going to look up how cheap it is. Yeah, I thought it was less than like $5, isn't it? It is. I don't remember. Uh, the, the price has fluctuated. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, they did up it. It is uh, $10 a month. Still cheaper than the $15 for a while. Yeah, and if you, you know, prepay it, it gets significantly cheaper. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy and ESO, I believe, are both $15 as well. ESO, I might be wrong on, but I know Final Fantasy XIV is $15. So, I mean, $10 you're paying for a game with potato graphics. For, I mean, that's not bad, depending on what the benefits are. By the way, if someone listening hasn't seen a screenshot of of RuneScape, it is potato graphics. Like it's, <laughs> no, it, it's may, it may be even be an, an understatement. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's <laughs> it's only slightly better than like eight bit graphic. 
Um, they've deliberately kept it very low resolution, very you low. You can see the polygons. Yeah, like they, they've deliberately kept it very low just so that you can run it on any platform. Because yeah. it, it, that's their player base. They don't want to, uh, you know, put it where you need a $10,000 high-end gaming computer to play it because that would kill their entire player base and it's it's really endearing because uh, the graphics even even if they are that low they uh, they look good like uh, they have a uh, they have a good i don't know artistic vision for it yeah they have an appeal to it i, yeah, I definitely understand that i mean it definitely brings you you know back a lot of people like to play 8-bit and 16-bit games now hell uh, freaking old consoles are just selling off of shelves, probably because we're in a pandemic and nobody can go anywhere, but they're also some of the best running games. I mean, you didn't have frame rate issues when it was only 16-bit or 8-bit games. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can play it on your phone, and it actually plays really, really nicely on your phone. Does it? Yeah, they, they did a really good job. Uh, I don't know if the, the app is in its um, final release. I've been doing the the beta testing on it for months now and it's it's actually really nice uh, the combat system and it's really nice uh, the only complaint is clicking around can sometimes be a little annoying but it's it's not terrible depending on the size of your phone i've got an s20 so i've got a pretty hefty sized phone so the screen it's a little easier but if you're using one of the um like iphone se's that are tiny little things compared to the other smartphones that might get a little annoying yeah but anyway i think we've spoken <laughs> enough on runescape we're gonna kill the podcast talking about 20 year old games <laughs> well Too i'll late. hop in to what i've been doing uh not a whole bunch of stuff i did finish the light of the jedi uh star wars book um it was pretty good if you're interested at all in the high republic era i definitely recommend reading it it definitely takes place before the comic, even though the first issue of the comic came out after the book. I feel like that may have been a missed mark on their, on their thing. Uh, definitely read the book first, if you can or interested in it. Uh, there's one of the main characters in the comic is like missing his arm. And you find out how he lost his arm in the book. It's... It's kind of a boring book. I hate to put it that way, but it's um, starting off a big event that, you know, is bringing this era into light. And it was definitely selling me on this at all. (laughs) If you're a Star Wars fan and interested in the new era, it's worth it. If you're wanting a good read just to read something, I wouldn't recommend it. What's up with Star Wars characters and losing their arms? Hey, he's a Trandoshian. I don't know. I always call them Argonians because they look like an Argonian. <laughs> but his arm will regrow. I have no idea what either of those are, and I thought I was a pretty decent nerd. You've never played Elder Scrolls? Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. I thought, <laughs> I, you were, like, I thought you were like going off on a Star Trek tangent there no, for a minute. The Argonians from uh, Elder Scrolls, the reptile. Yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, I thought you were going off, like literally thought you were going on a Star Trek <laughs> tangent. I was like, man, I thought Elder Scrolls was a little more wild, widely played, but I guess not. No, um, no you're on the same page now? 
Took me a minute. Yeah. It's too early. That's what uh, happens no. when I get up this early. Dang it, Clay, stop making us get up so early. Um, me. <laughs> I played a little bit more Yakuza 0. Um, man, that's a really fun game. I finished Chapter 2, started Chapter 3 playing as somebody completely different who runs a restaurant. Uh the downfall I'm having with that game is that it, I like story games, but it is so heavily story. I'm watching more cutscenes than I'm actually playing. And Basically a Kojima game. Yes. Almost even worse than a Kojima game. I, I played some of Death Stranding and I actually found there was less cutscenes in that. And it, it's fun. The brawler style, the combat is a lot of fun. Uh, just like you know, the other three guys, we have kids. We don't have a lot of time. So I actually usually watch something while playing. And that's just a game that's not mind-numbing. You, it, it, One, it has subtitles. And two, there's so many cutscenes and so much dialogue that I'm just... I'm choosing, do I watch this or do I watch that? And really, I may push some more on Yakuza 0, but I'll probably bounce off of it, unfortunately. Um, let's see... What else do I have in here? Yeah, that, uh, that actually sounds like something I would like to play because I, I don't I don't do other stuff while I'm playing on the tits while. Um, yeah, and you might enjoy it if you have more time. Uh, like I said, the biggest thing for me is so no, because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard they're forty plus hour games, but for me, I, I if I'm gonna play a brawler, let me play a brawler. I don't want to. I don't want to watch more cutscenes that i'm actually beating people up i mean it's a cutscene. i'm like okay i'll watch this one right after it, another cutscene. right after it another cutscene. so i mean you can go 15 20 minutes just watching cutscenes without even touching the controller which is a little obnoxious in my opinion hey if they're good cutscenes though eh i don't know i'm not following the story very well <laughs> i'll be honest um another game i've been playing which uh I think the two of you have touched a little bit. I've only got maybe five hours into it. I haven't played a whole lot of it, but it's Valheim. Um, it has basically exploded since it came out on early access. I think it was, it's only been on early access for, what, a week, maybe two? Yeah, it's not been long. There's three million players already. I'm enjoying it because kind of how Fred described RuneScape, it's pretty mind-numbing so far. Uh, I, I, I still I, I played a little bit nowhere near as much as you I think I've got less than an hour in it but it just feels like Ark which is yeah. not a problem Ark was you know other than all the bugs Ark had it's it's not bad but it, it's just you know it's the same thing why like all why are all the survival games that are like this coming out just Ark reskinned um so I put a lot of time into Ark on the console. And it makes sense because Ark was... I think I had a couple bugs on console, but all in all, it was a very good game. I and mean, it probably still is. I haven't played any of the expansions, but I mean, the appeal for Ark was all the dinosaurs. You could tame dinosaurs, you could ride them, you could fly on them. In this game, I don't, I don't know so far. I did kill the first boss and made it to the second biome, which... Well, it's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I, it, for me so far, it's just kind of a mind-numbing. All right, I'm watching something. Let me go chop down trees to get logs to build a house. Um, or now I'm mining copper. 
which is extremely mind-numbing because you just swing a pickaxe at a stone. Um, it's good. I, I don't maybe see the why it's so widely um, played. I feel, like, I feel like it's it's overhyped right now because it reminds me so much of you know Ark and Atlas. I played more. I put more time into Atlas than I did Ark, but the, it's the same game. But even the like the sounds are almost identical. The graphics look pretty similar. I, I mean, I will say it plays better than Ark or Atlas ever did, but it just it, it's too reminiscing of it. Like the just the sound effects, the the visual cues, even the text. Like when it pops up and it's like "You are cold," it's like an exact yeah. copy from Ark and Atlas, and it's just I think it's too close. See, sounds I can't talk to because, again, I listened to something else while playing. It, it does definitely feel like Ark. I'm not going to deny that at all. But I really enjoyed Ark. Never actually played it on the PC either. So, like I said, I'm digging it. I don't understand why there's three million. I mean, I feel like, like the hype's going to die down because I mean, it's just like when you know Wildstar or Rift or any of the quote unquote World of Warcraft killers come mm -hmm. out there's always a huge hype and then everyone plays it and they're like okay this is basically World of Warcraft I'm I'm just going to go back to WoW yeah and there's also survival player survival survival game players uh, they are kind of like MMO players they they have basically a game of the month kind of mm -hmm. thing they move uh, I remember when Rust came out, everyone played Rust. And then uh, I don't know if it was DayZ that came out and everyone moved to DayZ. And they they usually go around, they go jumping around all these survival games that come out. So yeah. every every survival game that, that these players pick up becomes widely popular. And it, it's a yeah, lot of, it of, because of a lot of streamers too that focus on that kind of games yeah i was gonna say like most at least what i've seen streamers do and you know my experience playing rust and the other survival games you know it's not one of those games that you put a whole bunch of time into it's one of those games that you join a server and you know so you can pvp and whatnot like rust that's what all that that's huge in rust there's very few servers there that are designed for building most of them get wiped after a week or two so it's yeah. just, you know, PvP focused. I mean, I will say it is in early access. Um, I like early access games for the most part. Um, and I'm currently, well, when I have time playing Satisfactory, which is also early access. But the best part with Valheim, in my opinion, is, I mean, it's 20 bucks. 20 bucks, there is a lot of content. If you go into the game, hit M you know, pull up your map and then zoom out. It is freaking huge. So, you know, the fact that it's early access and they're continuing to add stuff in it and $20 is an incredible deal, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm having fun with it. That's about all I have to say, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to get it. I haven't yet. So I'm going to buy it after this to see how it is. I mean, it's not bad. Like, no, it definitely scratches the itch of that mind-numbing, let's build stuff. Oh, I'm going to go explore the next biome, which is, I'm in the Black Forest right now. It, it's definitely getting the itch 
that I got when I played Ark. Uh, that time I played with a lot of people. This time I'm playing by myself. So, uh, my, my, my one issue, and it is early access, so it will get better. But it's it's so close to Ark that part of me is just like, well, why? Let's not, or let's just go back to Ark. You know, Ark's fifty dollars, but it's a complete game. The graphics aren't bad at all. Well, uh, I I, ne I never played Ark, so it's gonna probably feel fresh to me. That's um, true. I guess the biggest thing is Ark is dinosaurs. This is the new hot Norse mythology. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you want to get into mythology, you could play Smite. They've got a times two weekend nope, happening nope. right now. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. For people, you know, Clay, I recommend it. If you did enjoy Ark but looking for something fresh, this will probably be the game for you. Um. The last thing I have to touch on is uh, everybody's favorite, Transformers. <laughs> I finished Beast Wars. It, if you like Transformers, Beast Wars is probably um, the best, in my opinion, with the story. The CGI is awful. But I started Transformers Animated. Uh, if anybody's a Transformers fan and hasn't seen it, it's really not bad. Created by the guy that made Teen Titan, the original Teen Titan show on Cartoon Network. It's pretty good. And I remember uh, when I was a kid, I didn't like Beast Wars because the CGI looked creepy. And oh, weird. it's awful. Well, yeah, I'm sure the story is good, but but it's the I don't. I just back then I couldn't get over that. And and anyway, I, there it is. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't have a good taste anyway. So I remember I, I didn't really like the Batman animated series back then. Oh yeah. I didn't like it. I just didn't watch it, but I was a dumb kid. <laughs> well, hey, it's okay to be wrong every now and then. Yeah, so maybe but, it's good. Who knows? It looks like shit. Well, it even now watching it, it looks like crap, but the story was good enough that I watched it again. I watch it while playing something. So, yeah. Uh, well, that was a long segment of what we've been doing. Uh, so we'll get into news. I, we already talked about Valheim. Um, there's not much more to say about it, uh, but we got more shows and movies coming out. They're making a Wednesday Adams show, or what was that? Wednesday Adams uh, show, yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, I guess Tim Burton's directing it. No, uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> hey, they're just throwing money at that guy. Uh, let's see. We got the Mortal Kombat movie trailer. I actually just watched it last night because I wanted to watch it before this. And holy I am, crap. I'm excited for it. I'm so glad. This is a random tangent. But I'm so glad that Deadpool and Deadpool 2 did really good. Because that's proven that they can do rated R movies mm -hmm. that are highly graphic. That will be very successful. And I think that's been one of my biggest issues with all the Mortal Kombat movies that they've tried to make. Is that they're they had to make them too realistic, I guess, which then kind of made the movies garbage. Because mm -hmm. if you've watched the the old Mortal Kombat one from what was it, like the nineties, what was that? Yeah. It, it's yeah, nineteen ninety five. It's not bad, but it's not good <laughs> at all. Yeah, and this one I like that they 
you know, they're going all out. It, it is very graphic if you haven't seen the trailer for it. It is no different than playing the video game. They've done that deliberately because that's, I guess, they finally realize that's what we want. The Mortal Kombat fans want the the super graphic fatalities and whatnot. So I am I'm very excited for it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like the game in the fact that they should be dead. Like they they get these injuries that should kill them, but they just keep fighting. So yeah, it looks <laughs> a lot like, a lot like the game. It is a red band trailer if you decide to watch it. So definitely make sure there's no kids around. They they have they have both of them. Oh, do they? I watched the red band. I didn't. Watch I mean, the, other one. the red band is the one you need to watch because that's the cool one and that's probably what the movie is going to be like yeah. so i don't want people to go watch the uh the green band and then get the uh false impression like oh this isn't going to be that gory no. <sighs> it's mortal combat it's going to be very gory i, I mean, like i like how creative they're being with with sub-zero yes he basically makes a knife out of someone's blood which which he does in the game so that's what i'm i'm <laughs> Yeah, they're, really they're, they're taking the skills and the fatalities and all the stuff from the video game and bringing those into the movie. Yeah, he pulled a, a what, who was that? Scorpion's blood out, used it as a mm -hmm. knife, and then threw him into an ice wall he created, which was spot on, man. If they continue with that with all the characters, it's going to be a really good movie. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully it does uh, better than some of the other movies have been doing lately. Uh, the Nintendo Direct was this week. I watched part of it to most of it. I don't even have a Switch, but I am a fan of Nintendo. And really, it just looked like a garbage Nintendo Direct. Yeah, it, it didn't have anything. It was very lackluster. Hades it's, it, is it's, a physical release. Which, I mean, who buys physical games anymore? Like, I'm, I'm being honest. I do. Like, who, well, okay, you, you own, own a, a game store. store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I wait. I, I just like having them on my shelf, but it's it's not. It's uncomfortable. It's not very convenient. I kind of hate it, but I just want the games to be on my shelf. That's all. That's all I want. That and I'm probably game. not going to do that for PS5. Yeah. I mean, depending on which PlayStation. I mean, when, do you have a PS5 yet? Nope. Yeah. I mean, isn't the the good one? Doesn't it? not have a, a disc tray or is it the the, the light yeah. that doesn't no uh, the, the, the cheap one uh, well the, I, yeah i believe the ps5 both versions have the same they both uh, have a yeah now the xbox the discless one is the crap one mm. but the ps5 uh, is the ps5 same. is basically the same console that the only difference is one has the disc tray and the other one doesn't mm -hmm. so the one that doesn't it's cheaper uh, I'm, I'm actually planning to get the one that uh, that has this trade just to use it for as a Blu-ray player, as yeah. a 4K Ultra HD, all that. And uh, yeah, on the Switch, I actually don't buy don't buy physical games because it's just very uh, inconvenient. It's just buying physical games, you know, with the exception of the fact that you own a store, <laughs> is so inconvenient because I I'm, I don't want to go get in my car and drive to the store and buy it or amazon it i can just download it just click done it's mine it's it's true unless you're one of my clients in, in which case no it is not cool like you have to <laughs> you have to get them uh, you can you can 
change them you can uh, exchange them for some other game later and stuff like yeah. that you know uh, i just i just like having the collection i but I, I don't think i'm i'm keeping this up for the next gen what we're saying is if you live in costa rica you buy yeah. physical games from checkpoint you buy my fucking games <laughs> oh man uh but on a serious note hades is a game that deserves a physical release I mean, that game is perfect in every way. I mean, sure, get it to more people. Whatever. They deserve that. Yeah, and I know people that only play physical games. Like, if I can, for example, of course, if I just downloaded Hades because I can buy this, this for it, but I know people that that don't ever use the, the online store. So, yeah, that's going to get it to more people. Um... Other than that, yeah, they're doing a Skyward Sword remake. Ah, I really don't have much to say about the Nintendo Direct. It's, yeah. it's it's the same stuff that they always release, just reheated. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, if they can make the money, why not? I guess. Yeah, like uh, I love Nintendo for their classics, which I, I, that's probably what everyone likes Nintendo for because. I mean, that's why I bought the Switch. I bought it so I could have the new version of Super Smash Bros. and like the new Mario Party and Mario Kart games. But that's it. Like they don't have new stuff. It, it's no. I'm. Then what they come out with? Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, which Something I like actually that. Ha- I heard that was really fun and a new take on it. I haven't tried it, but. Yeah, but uh, uh, they 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 added uh, another sword user to Smash, which I'm sure everyone was asking for. From Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Pyra. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what's their obsession with adding people with swords. They all play the same. I hate them. Hey, like what cracks me up is just the the focus on Super Smash. Like, who is there? Really, a big demand out there for new stuff in Super Smash? I mean, yeah, I think People so. Love that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd be like, is, is there really though? Because every single person I've ever met that plays Super Smash is like me, where we have the same like two characters that we've been playing since like the '90s. Well, yeah, I have. I know a couple people that are like hard into it, want to do tournaments, always looking for new characters. Yeah. I mean, if, I'm even, like you. Even if they don't play that, uh, even if they don't play the new characters, if they play the game a lot, they want to have all of them so they will most yeah. likely pay for him i mean I, I i get that i just i've never seen you know a big following of it you know with other games there's you know a huge reddit forums there's twitter outrage about new content it's just super smash i never hear about it it's just boom i don't know man game. that's that's let's crazy popular there. let's just not hear anything about it i'm all right with that <laughs> maybe i'm just looking in the wrong areas yeah, probably. Have you gone to the Reddit, Fred? <laughs> Let me go right now. Super Smash Reddit. Yeah, no doubt. I think, Someone's uh, going to listen to this and be like, wow, he's an idiot. I actually, I think Smash and Breath of the Wild are my best-selling Switch games to this day. Yeah, it's because they're fun. I mean, like, I'm not bashing it. Like, the very first game I bought when I got my uh, Switch was I downloaded Super Smash and Breath of the Wild, like, back-to-back because why not those are the best games on the switch at the time i mean 
unfortunately, I think they still pretty much are, aren't they? They haven't yeah. released a whole lot except for remakes or ports. Yeah, there's nothing new from them. Uh, besides the Nintendo Direct, we did have BlizzCon Online. I think it is it still going on today? Can't remember if it ended yesterday. No, or... it ended yesterday. Okay. Um, I haven't watched it. I really need to. I know they announced uh, the WoW patch 9.1. Yeah. Woo, you can fly. I'm sure you have to do a whole ton of dailies and then you can fly. But <laughs> No, uh, actually, you just get it. Uh, you have to... Don't to lie to be... me. No, you, you can just get it. You have to be a certain renowned... Yeah, level. exactly. Yeah, but, everything's uh, tied to renowned. <laughs> so yeah, a but, ton of dailies. But, yeah. but basically, I, I think if you played a bit of it, you, you'll have enough renown. You just have to do a couple of campaign missions to unlock the new place and you unlock the flying you can you fly everywhere but uh, no you don't have to there's no rep involved you just have to have a certain level of renown oh and okay you can fly everywhere except oribus and the mall yeah whatever <laughs> i didn't get flying last expansion because i was too lazy to do the rep i'll be honest yeah, i got it and i hated it yeah i'll just run I got it, but it took forever. The, and that, that was still, and that was with catch-up mechanics. Yeah, I didn't I, even I, try. I never got it on on Warlords of Draenor. I got it there. I got it every expansion except for last. I have. No yeah, idea. I don't have it for. Well, okay, Dave. Now that they like backscaled it, so you you have it for all the other ones, but. I didn't get Legion, and I didn't get um, Wad. I had to have it Wad. We raided uh, something fierce. That was a different time, different life. <laughs> oh, random, but still slightly on topic. The Helm of Domination, uh, the Blizzard or the BlizzCon exclusive helmet that you can mm -hmm. buy. I want it so bad. You get it. I, I'm literally staring at it right now, thinking yeah. about buying it. I actually set up an alarm it. to when it, it came out to, to be sure to buy it, but I'm I'm having doubts now because it's so expensive. I just it got is. a new TV. But it's How much so, is it? It's three hundred. Yeah, that's not awful. I mean, but you have to, to pay for shipping to Costa Rica, so it's gonna well, be a lot more. Yeah, that's fair. It seems heavy. Yeah, like it's it, it's big. Like it's actually like pretty massive. It's, you know, like seventeen inches by six by nine inches. Uh, when it's that's when it's sitting on the stand. The helmet itself is still like fifteen inches tall. Oh wow! I'm just sad you cannot wear it. Yeah, like that's one of the big things they even say. Like this is not a cosplay item. You cannot wear it. Hmm. Seems like they missed the market there. If you could, it would have been sold out already. Yeah. Though it doesn't look like they're... It looks like they're making them to order because they don't even ship until, like, September. Hmm. I have too many Transformers to buy that. <laughs> you could sell a few of them. Uh, you could shut up. <laughs> uh, they also announced uh, the Diablo 2 remake, which everybody knew was coming anyways i mean that's uh, cool and all but we want a new diablo don't give me a remake i want a new one or there's just a new one add content to diablo yeah, 3 but the new one's not coming out until like next year or 2023 like it's not coming out for a while 
Well, they did announce a new class for Diablo 4. Ooh, the rogue. I just like, give me Diablo 4. <laughs> hey. We wanted Diablo 4 three years ago when they announced that stupid uh, mobile game. Oh, they got, yeah. They got roasted yeah. at, which still hasn't come out, has it? Did they ever release that? Or I'm they not just, like, sure. It's, think, it's not out yet. I think it's, it's on beta or something like that. I think they scrapped it. I, I think that's what happened. I think after that dude roasted them, they were just like, hmm. <laughs> We'll just we'll just delete this. Watch that be what they turned into the Diablo 2 remake. <laughs> Probably it's gonna be phones only. Yeah. Only on Android. Uh I actually well, want to play that because I didn't I never got to it. I only played three. I played a bit of it. It's definitely different. Uh I mean there's a lot of changes between two and three. I mean I'm I'm gonna replay it because I I wanna experience it on updated graphics but i want four yeah i put so many hours into three give me four <laughs> i the the one thing i will say about the diablo series for me and it, it's entirely a me thing um they don't have much replayability for me uh, any game like that is the, is the same um borderlands was the same way where you know i beat it the one time and it was like cool i beat it i'm done like, I'm not going to keep playing it to get stronger gear. I beat the story. I'm happy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm the same. I I only beat uh, the Apple Tree story and stopped playing. And I know that's the wrong way to play it, but it's, it's what I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You play how you want. You're like, just I, wrong. I, I, I played it. Well, I mean, like, I played it multiple times because, like, you know, I wanted to try the monk. I wanted to try the demon slayer or demon hunter. I wanted to try the... Um, you know the mage, so like I, I, or the barbarian. I redid with new characters, but like once I beat it with the characters, like all right, cool, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I spent a lot of time in adventure mode, just grinding riffs. Yeah, no, very, very mind numbing. Um, they did announce the Burning Crusade classic version on WoW. I wish we all knew what's coming, but it wasn't yeah. confirmed. So what do you guys think they're going to do? Like, do you think they're just going to, you know, like two years from now, they're going to release Lich King Classic and then after that, yes. Cataclysm Classic? So I think that'd be cool. I would probably play Lich King Classic. Uh, the only thing is, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of servers because they're also leaving yeah. up regular Classic. So you can still play just vanilla classic and now you're gonna be able to play the burning crusade classic and retail wow so i mean i guess it depends on the player base and how many servers yeah uh, they they are letting you copy your your classic character to to play uh, the burning crusade you can you can stay there uh, on classic and you can copy it to the burning crusade and have both but yeah i don't see how they could managed to do that for all expansions for for all expansions because every time they're they do it they are going to be splitting the player base so i don't mm -hmm. know how they're going to manage to actually keep that sustainable uh my I, guess... I feel like wow is dying soon like honestly yeah. like I, I feel like with shadowlands especially they're they're getting ready to do some you know end of life content i like I, it's it just feels like they're doing it i mean yeah, I think with the Burning Crusade thing, they'll probably see how many players are left on Classic and just, you know, nuke that 
one classic server left if that's all they have with shadowlands i mean i could see it i mean how many of the main characters are they going to kill off before they just decide hey we're done i mean like i honestly i feel like you know there's maybe one expansion left after shadowlands like personally because you know we're at 15 years of world of warcraft now yeah and they've t- like what, what's left all the old gods are dead except one right i think so I don't- I don't think they'll ever stop, and they are setting an, they are setting this cosmic war thing to to have content for at least another decade. I, but like, is it though? It's. I mean, think how much stuff is covered in one expansion. I mean, like yeah. the way Legion was set up, I thought Legion was going down a path that was going to last like another ten years, and then they wrapped up all of it in like the first expansion it was just like oh okay yeah, but, i mean look at this expansion that uh, they basically got this out of their asses like there, there's <laughs> yeah. there's a huge new place we didn't knew anything about so i think that's what what they are going for which to be honest i don't like because it, it doesn't feel like the world you you started playing uh, we're going to we're doing all this cosmic stuff that doesn't feel uh, like like Azeroth because it isn't. Right. So I don't know how sustainable that is. I don't really like the direction it's going, but I, I think they they they'll try their best to keep it going for as long as they can. I actually think they tried. <laughs> this is just me, but I think they tried killing it off in BFA. I I mean that was a garbage expansion, and they had to have known it was a garbage expansion. So it almost seemed to me like they released it to see, hey, are people, you know, is it going to die now? Oh, no, we still have millions of subscribers. We better come out with something else good. Uh, WoW's never going to die. I mean, it it, it never will. There's going to be people who play it forever until they turn it off. And then there's going to be people that will go to private servers. So WoW will never go away. I think they're going to turn it to a free-to-play slash pay-to-play type thing you know runescape style in the uh the next few years personally and then they'll release like world of warcraft 2 or something yeah i think it the game would benefit a lot from just uh having a time skip and just they they making world of warcraft 2 and having a time skip i don't know 100 years something like that so the game feels fresh and new and and the story it's it's all new. Uh, it maybe even have uh, a Warcraft RTS game in between those. But the thing is, if they do that, they will lose a lot of players. Oh, they, they will, they will have kill to it. Start from start. Yeah, yeah. So they they are in this they are uh, in this uh, bind where they have to choose. Like, do they keep going and slowly kill it, or do they make this change that will make the game better, but will will maybe kill as well? Yeah. Hey. Only time will tell, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what else? I know Clay was excited about this one. Uh, Hearthstone's coming out with a new expansion, as well as a classic mode. And is it a roguelike mode? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Have you guys played Hearthstone? I have played a little bit of Hearthstone. Yeah. I mean, it's just a Magic the Gathering style game in, well, video game format. Yeah, I, I I played I played it for like two years and I, I really really enjoy it and um I just dropped dropped off because 
they added so like like every other TCG they added and added and added new expansions and new cards and it it just it wasn't sustainable I couldn't I couldn't spend that much money on cards yeah. And, and yeah and every every season you have to learn to play again because you can use your old cards and stuff like that so I just stopped playing and what's got me excited about this one is they are getting uh, a classic mode which basically means you can only play with the original cards, the original decks, and those versions of the cards, which I know and and I used to play with. So it's a nice way to of getting back to it without having to learn about this all these new rules and all these new cards they have. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I would. The cow it likes shot. it too. Yeah, no doubt. I'll give it a shot. Uh, I will say this blizz. Con online has definitely made me realize Activision Blizz Activision Blizzard. There we go. Really just has no more ideas. Like, yeah. hey, here's here's a remake of Diablo 2. Here's classic WoW. Here's classic. Well, I mean, in their defense, day. anytime they try to release something new, the backlash is ridiculous. I mean, wow. Overwatch 2 was announced and the backlash was insane. Everyone was like, no, screw this game. This could have been a, a patch or an expansion. Why did you make a brand new game? Which is exactly what's going to happen if they make a World of War, War well, a WoW 2. I mean, I think they, they need new IPs. Yeah, they do. And in their defense, I mean, really, Overwatch 2 should be a patch. They're going to probably try to charge 40 or $60 for a single player portion. I mean, because it's just the single player it's the same overwatch multiplayer they didn't even mention it on the on the opening thing they do and maybe oh. they scrapped it no i don't know i mean they released or they released it or not released it they, they announced it like oh, last year year before last so yeah. i mean it's not a new thing i mean there's already the overwatch 2 trailers been out and whatnot so I mean, I'd be interested in it. I, I don't mind single player, but again, I don't want to pay that price when you're going to spend the majority of your time in the exact same multiplayer you already own. I suppose we'll see. Yep. <laughs> They're a big company. They can make their own decisions. Uh, and then they announced the Blizzard Arcane Collect Arcane Arcade Collection, which is out now on old consoles, eh, PS4, yeah, only Xbox PS4, One. Switch. Xbox. Uh, they they added uh, this racing game they had, the Lost Viking, and some other action game. I don't know anything about. But yeah, it's yeah. out now. Uh, yeah. If you guys play it, let me know because I won't be playing it. <laughs> I, I don't neither. have much interest. Uh, okay. Wow, that was a long news section. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We got a little bit, so let's get into. Tech Talk with Fred. Yeah, so I didn't get Tech to do it last with week. Fred. <laughs> I want a soundbite of that now. Yes. Get yeah, you a so soundboard. I don't have a whole lot, um, <clears throat> you know, since we're not sponsored by Arlo anymore. Yeah. I don't really have a lot to talk about. Now, uh, this week, I was, well, last week, I was planning to talk about cars, but I didn't join. Uh, so I'm going to talk about that uh given the pandemic and everything i know a lot of people have been doing road trips instead of flying and when you have kids 
if you've got one flying maybe isn't the worst idea ever but if you've got two or three kids you're not flying you've got so much crap to carry with you you're loading up the soccer van and you're going out that way i mean let's be real and so that's why this week i just wanted to talk about some little car gadgets and things that'll make your life a lot easier on some road trips uh the first one and probably the most important car gadget i've ever seen or used is a power inverter which if you don't know what that is basically a power inverter is just this little device that you can plug into the like 12 volt um, outlet or the cigarette lighter if your car is that old and what it does is it converts the the power into you know 110 volt so that you can plug in small electronic devices uh, you could plug in you know hey uh I'd have to see if it would work with the new generation of consoles because those things are pretty like beefy. But I'm pretty sure you know you could plug in an Xbox and a small portable TV and have that in the back seat of your car or van for when you're driving, or you know a TV player or a TV and a DVD player combo. You could plug those in. It's just you know it's power that you can actually plug things into. Can I plug in a, a Nintendo Virtual Boy? <laughs> If you have one, maybe. Go for it. We'll see what happens. You know, like it, it's just you know you can. It's a power strip. That's basically what it is. You plug it in. It gives you actual outlets, so you can plug stuff into laptops, um, small laptops. I don't know if you've got a, a big, beefy, Alienware gaming laptop. If it would be able to to power it, but you know, you're if you need to work in the car or something, it works. Tablets, phones. I mean. You get the idea. They're really good. Um, depending on how handy you are, they make some that you plug directly into the battery. Those are the super powerful ones, and you can actually power um, small appliances with that. So if you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like those are more for if you're going to go camping or something. You can have a, uh, um, a a mini fridge or a microwave in the back of your car and. It'll work. Or if like, you're driving and want popcorn, I mean, yes. in the microwave. If you, if you need a chimichanga on the highway, bam, you're good to go. I'm going to stick a microwave on my passenger seat from now on. I mean, you could do it. But yeah, those. so those are the, the, the extreme ones, um, which if you know, if you need that kind of stuff, if you're camping, if you like doing that, um, yeah, go for it. Uh, if you just want something for a road trip, uh, Best Tech, B-E-E. S-T-E-K. They make a really good lightweight one. Um, the reason I'm recommending theirs, because uh, I mean, they're all the same, is just that theirs is made out of like a piece of aluminum. So it's super, super, um, it's light, but it's also very strong. So if you have kids in the backseat throwing things around, you don't really have to worry about a plastic thing breaking. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty beefy. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, <clears throat> And to kind of piggyback off of that, oh, I hate that phrase, is uh, backseat entertainment systems. Um, if you have, you know, a super fancy new car or a van, a lot of them come with built-in screens in the backseat um, for the kids or whoever. Uh, but if you don't, you can actually buy for very cheap, um, depending on how much you want to spend. Um, I found one that looked really good it's it was about 150 dollars it basically you, you attach it to the headrests in the back seat well i guess it'd be the front seat headrest for the passengers in the back and you can either plug it into 
an outlet like the little power inverter I mentioned, or you can actually hardwire it directly to the batteries when you crank it up or you crank up your car, it turns on. Um, but they, depending on how much money you want to spend, depending on what kind of features you want, uh, the vent ray is the one that I was just mentioning for $150. It, it has, you know, 1080p, so, you know, HD. It has the ability to pair to your phone. So if you want to make sure that you, you know, you're controlling what your kid's watching, if they're, you know, little, you can hook your phone up and just play YouTube off of your phone or whatever. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's run, this one in particular runs off Android. So you can download Netflix, Hulu, stuff like that, you know, for when your kids get older, if you've got older kids already. Uh, that's just one option. If you want to go the, um, old school route and you don't want to have to worry about like Wi-Fi, your internet or downloading stuff they make some that are DVD players CD players so you know mm. hook it up, throw a DVD in press play yeah, um, yeah it, it's just a way for you to take uh, if you have an older vehicle you can upgrade it with you know 2021 tech for a fraction of the price because if you were to go to Best Buy and try and install one of the actual car entertainment systems you're looking at thousands of dollars to have it done um, but this you could buy it off amazon literally strap it on plug it in you're good to go and if you're on a long car trip i feel like everyone's gonna love that yeah um clay you're muted <laughs> oh is he trying to talk yeah yeah what is it called Oh, so this one is uh, this one is a vent ray, uh, V E N T R A Y, home headrest video player. This is just uh, one that I was looking at. It's the tablet one that's 1080p, it's got Wi-Fi functionality, Bluetooth, um, all that f fun stuff. But that was just one example. Uh, you know, they range in price from fifty dollars I found for one, all the way up to several hundred dollars, depending on how fancy. You know, if you want a 4K one that's got streaming and built-in Wi-Fi and all that stuff, you're going to pay a little hefty fee for it. Yeah. If you just want a little monitor that hooks to the back seat that hooks up to a DVD player, you can get one of those like $50. So it's just whatever features you need or want and whatever your price range is, is the big factor in those. But You, you can just tie it up uh, a Nintendo Switch to the back of your... I was gonna say, like you, you literally could just take your old tablet, your from you know the the mid two thousands, or if you have an old Nook or something, you could just put some yarn on it and throw it over the back seat. <laughs> hey, it works. Yeah. Um, so moving on, on the theme of security cameras that we've been on the last couple of weeks, um, this was Tim was the one who I think it was Tim that was curious about this one, um, which is ironic since he's not here, but. <laughs> the just having car security cameras or dash cams i just have to stop you for one second you guys may not be able to see fred but he just very seductively took off his robe <laughs> i was i was uh, <laughs> got really, really warm sorry thank god he's not uh he, he he's a webcam doesn't show up on the on the podcast yeah. we, we would get demonetized for this <laughs> wow your chest is extremely hairy <laughs> just uh we have anyway. to be wearing the same shirt but so remember uh, if you want to see uh fred scam on, on the podcast just pay for our only fans <laughs> yep that, that's it that's it uh, sorry go ahead Fred. anyway uh so yeah uh 
dash cams or car security cameras uh the same thing with everything else tech related depending on how much money you want and based off the needs you have uh it's just what you're going to get um if you just want a dash cam which i highly recommend getting a dash cam um they're not very expensive uh depending on how much money you want to spend and what kind of features you want you could pick one up for 25 dollars that just has an sd card that uh, records while you're driving or if you want to spend a couple hundred dollars you can get some that will sync to your phone that can like auto upload to the cloud while you're driving they've got motion Jeez. sensors you know they uh they go in dormant when the car is turned off so if someone walks in front of your car or hits your car it starts recording um the main reason i recommend these is you know if you drive a lot you never know what you're going to see. Sometimes it's just neat to like catch stuff on the road. But then also for liability purposes, it's really nice to have one. If you've ever been in a car wreck and you've got one of these and you know it's not your fault, you can literally just pull it out, show the cop, and bam, you're done. Insurance providers love when you have these or hate, depending on if you're a good driver or not. <laughs> uh, they're, they're really nice. Uh, they make, um, especially with like, uh, rideshare programs there's now thousands of these cameras and they're all really nice uh, the one that i was going to talk about is called van true literally just van true uh, this one is more for uber and lyft drivers because what it does is it's a two it's got two cameras it's got one camera that faces out the front onto the road and it's got a second camera that looks backwards so it can record what's happening in the back of your car um reason I, I like this one is you know for kids you can you can see what kind of stuff they get into while you're you're driving and then also if you've got a uh, a larger vehicle or an unobstructed view through your rear view or your um sorry your back window this works too so if you get rear-ended it can record it so you don't have to worry about buying a second camera to hook into the back seat because that can get really annoying um so that's one that I like, uh, if you want something that Tesla has, which Tesla has cameras on, on like every Dogecoin. side of the view. Say what? Said Dogecoin. Sorry. Yes. No. Uh, so Tesla has cameras on like the front and the sides of the vehicle that run twenty four seven. So if someone hits your car, they can record it. If you want to get a setup like that. You can, but they're very expensive, and it's going to cost like it, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. You're you're talking several hundred, if not thousands, of dollars for a setup Ooh. like that. But if that's what you want, like if you're super paranoid and you want to be able to cover every inch of your vehicle, no matter where it is, uh, and no matter where you are, then you can do it. So, moving on, the last one. And this one is kind of only applicable for people in warmer climates or in the summer. So not are, yeah, are there solar play. powered car fence? Uh, disclaimer: Before we even get into this, these are not an alternative to air conditioners, and under no circumstances should you ever leave a child or a pet inside a vehicle with just this. Um, but these are fans that you can literally do. You just hook up to your um, your car door. You roll the window down a little bit, slap this in, or you just put it over the top of the car. And uh, <clears throat> what it does is, you know, for me, I live in the south. It gets very hot. Uh, Ten minutes in the sun in a parking lot and the car is already 120 degrees. So 
what these do, you can put them in your window, and it just circulates fresh air through the car. It can kind of help cool the car down a little bit, um, but its main purpose is it gets rid of the mugginess and like the humidity out of your car and just helps your car stay a lot fresher. That way, uh, if you, you know, everyone's gone into a mall or Walmart, gone out to your car, you get in and it's just a thousand degrees. Uh, this is a way to kind of help cool it down. The reason I'm recommending this is because, you know, if you're like me, our car is black exterior with a black interior and our kids uh car seat is black that was the only option they had was black so it gets very hot and cars super hot baby's hot putting them in a hot car seat just doesn't mix well so this is a way to kind of help the cooling process because it runs automatically no power it's literally solar powered so it just runs uh, brings fresh air into the vehicle tries to pump out the hot grody air so that way when you get into your car it's a lot easier to cool down and if you ever accidentally leave food in the vehicle it helps keep your car from getting funky which if you have kids <laughs> you've left food in there because nothing is worse than getting into your car and realizing somebody left a mcdonald's bag in there that's some or a diaper fries. <laughs> yeah or a diaper yeah and these are really cheap uh you know if you want to get a super like fancy one, you can, but I found dozens of these for about $25 each. So you can get one for every single window for, you know, under a hundred dollars. And they, it's just a solar powered fan. Yeah, you, there's no crazy work you need to do. You literally roll your window down, slap it in, roll it up and you're good to go. Would you um, say you need more than one, that one uh, being on at the same time? Um, I mean, it depends what you're you're going for. The more you have, the more effective it is. Um, I personally would have two, so you could get a little cross breeze going, one on each side. But you know, one is better than none. And you know, if you don't live somewhere that's super hot, you probably don't need this. But it's just a a nice little way to help keep the car from getting too hot. I used to live in Georgia. And I have one of these in my car because I had a black, uh, had a Nissan Murano that was black and it had uh, brown leather seats. And when I would work during the day, the parking lot of where I worked was just, just this massive parking lot, no shades, no trees, nothing. And in the summer it hit a hundred degrees. So my car was just literally sitting in hundred degree heat for eight to 10 hours. And by the time I'd get in, I couldn't touch anything. So I got one of these to put in it. And like I said, it, it doesn't, you know, I didn't like get in the car and the car was 60 degrees. Like, no, it just, it was still hot. Like the car, the inside of the car was still like a hundred degrees plus, but it got rid of the, the humidity and the mugginess and it, it made cooling the car down so much easier and it just made the heat a lot more tolerable. So that's kind of why I was wanting to recommend this. Cause if you've got, you know, a car like mine and a car seat like mine, you know, that's one of the biggest issues we have is it takes like 15 20 minutes to cool the car down mm -hmm. and i don't want to put you know my daughter in the car seat if we've been out at the park and it's a little toasty i don't want to like throw her in a scalding hot car seat because that's just going to make it worse so usually when we're getting ready to leave or we think we're getting ready to leave one of us has to run to the car and crank it up and start getting it cooled down a little bit 
So this is just a cheap, easier way to kind of speed up the process and keeps your car smelling fresh and not as funky. And There's nothing wrong with getting that. one of that. Say what? I'm definitely getting one. Yeah, and I, I want to reiterate, this is not an air conditioner. And if you, if I see a car that's got one of these and a kid or a pet inside, I'm smashing your window. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it will still kill. Like if you leave a kid or a pet inside a vehicle with one of these in the middle of the summer, they will still die. Like this is not an air conditioner. It's not a replacement for anything. It's still going to be very hot. It just helps. I just, I, I want to make sure no one hears this and is like, oh, I can use this in place and like leaves their dog or kid inside. I'm like, this random dude on the internet said it would work. Mm. <laughs> no, you will still go to jail if someone sees you do that. Yeah. Yep. Gotta throw right. the disclaimer out there. Yeah, and uh, that's it. I'm trying to keep it a, you know, family themed. So if anyone listens to this, which I still don't think anyone's listened to it other than us <laughs> and our, our, our partners, um, if you have any recommendations, ask away. Yeah. Um, so that was our tech talk with Fred. Um, but also the end of our show, I think this is actually one of the longer ones we've done. Uh, but like Fred said, if you have any questions or recommendations, you know, questions on games, books, uh, tech talks, please send an email into into the fatherverse at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we'll read it out and talk through it. Um, as well as please follow us on Facebook at into the fatherverse um, add us on Twitter at, at fatherverse um, and then watch for these on YouTube at into the fatherverse if you'd like to watch them if you would rather just listen to them because you're working or driving um, look up into the fatherverse on Spotify Apple Podcasts and Stitcher think i've covered all the bases this time yeah and if you can leave a like for real on the on the youtube video or just a nice review on any podcast platform you use that helps a lot like especially in youtube if you comment and leave a like uh the youtube actually picks up the video and shows it to more people because there's engagement and stuff like that so that helps a lot if you want to help us out that's the way to do it yeah absolutely like subscribe share it um you know share our facebook posts that we're making i try to post on there reminding everybody when the episode is up uh you know anything like that um there fred weeks that he can't make it has talked about uh writing something um some sort of tech talk on the facebook page for weeks he can't actually talk about it on the podcast so just give that a follow uh you guys got anything nope nope I don't have anything this time. If you're in Costa Rica, check out Checkpoint Games. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, other than that, you guys have a good week, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.